Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always, my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you doing? How was your weekend? Adam, my weekend was quite stupendous. How about yourself? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Good. We are uh, back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. And we are closing in the final 10 days of July. Hard to think. It's almost draft season. It is all about draft season, Adam. I know. I purchased my first draft board this weekend. Mazel tov. I shed a tear. I shed a tear. It's almost here. It's got that, you know, the fancy football smell where you're just like, you know, it's the, the season's here. There's something in the air. That's right. There's something in the air. It's not petrochemicals or anything like that. It's fantasy football. Correct. So I'm excited. So before we uh, get into the uh, the mock, I wanted to do a little surprise, and I and I do have a, a a tiny surprise for you and for our listeners as well. I participated in a mock this weekend. Okay, participated in a mock, a live mock. Um, a live mock with fellow human beings that I do happen to know. That works. Yes. So drafted a team. It's a different team than I'm used to, but I wanted to have some fun with it. I, I want, I want the opinions here. I like it and I hate it. Okay. Well, tell me the team. So the team in a 12 man, I picked from the seven Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Raheem Mostert, Michael Carter, Tyler Boyd, Jalen Hurts, Jerry Judy, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Ryan Tannehill, and Tony Pollard. It's not a bad team. I like the receivers. The running backs are a bit scary to me. That, and I do like that um, you paired Hertz with with Tannehill, but the running did backs. I not say I was going to do that at one yeah, point or another. You did. I'm I'm just saying I like it, but um, yeah, the running backs are probably being my only concern about the team. Did you go zero RB? I did go zero RB because I, I makes want, a lot more sense. I wanted to try it and I wanted to see, and I was very interested, even in a twelve man. You had running backs that were flying off the board. I got DeAndre Hopkins in the third round, which to me was – I was shocked. But it was because in this mock, a lot of people were wanting to just go heavy, heavy running back. And even then, starting the team with, with Miles Sanders as my first running back in the fourth round, it's not, it's not awful. Carson as well, not awful. I like the upside with Mostert. I like the upside with Michael Carter. He's like kind of stashed there. And – I kind of like Fournette too. Late, you know, I got him in the. He was my fourth to last pick, so he was in the twelfth, thirteenth round. And then Tony Pollard is. I mean, we've been saying that he's primed for a good season. Also, yeah, that that was that was just kind of a fuck around, pick someone last, but but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, crazy that Tony that Tony Pollard in this mock draft was a fuck around. I'm going to pick a guy last. Yeah, like you think that he'd be going earlier. Yeah, you, you, you would expect that. 
you definitely would have expected that, but he was just there. I, I just decided to take him. At that, at that point, I was kind of done. I just kind of felt like this team uh, kind of made itself. And, I mean, the the three receivers I love. Because in, in, in the league that I did this 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 mock for, it is a three-receiver league. So I would st- be starting Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, which is in a full-point PPR, which this is also. I mean, that kind of evens out. That's terrific. It evens out the fact that the running backs don't really inspire confidence. Really what you're expecting from your running backs is for all of them to stay healthy. Yeah. Which it, well, I mean, obviously you were, you're expecting that regardless, but really to get the full potential out of your running backs, you're expecting all of them to stay healthy. And almost all of them. I mean, we don't know anything about Michael Carter yet in the NFL, but um, Miles Sanders has, an injury record. Chris Carson has missed some time in the past two years. Raheem Mostert, that's the big knock on him is that he can't stay on the field. Even Leonard Fournette missed a fair amount of time last year. So, yeah, you're really hoping that uh, these guys play for 16, 17 games. That's ideally what I would love. Yes. But it is a mock. It is a mock. I, I really wanted to see how the team was going to be constructed going embracing full zero RB. Definitely outside my comfort zone because I, I am not a zero RB fan. I think especially uh, th- th- this kind of goes into a, a mailbag question that I saw. And I think I'll, I'll bring it up. I forget who, who sent it off the top of my head. So I, I apologize to whomever this was. But you know who you are. Uh, but the mock, the, um, the mailbag question was basically centered around, I don't remember word for word, but I know the general concept was if everyone is embracing going and drafting full running back and, you know, people just going RB, 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 wouldn't it be better to be contrarian and go zero RB? The answer is yes. The, the answer flat out is yes. It makes sense. But well, you're missing. It's not a flat out yes. Oh, it's it is a, a flat out yes. For for, for me, me it's not. it is a flat out yes. For me, it's not because you're you're in a situation where it depends on your format, your you know your scoring. If it's two receivers or three receivers, if it's a three receiver league, then you're going to be getting some hella good guys in the if you're going zero RB, and then that can kind of make up for picking Miles Sanders in the fourth round. I disagree. I disagree. I actually think it's easier. If it's a two, if it's a two receiver league, three receiver is a bit more difficult because you still you need to embrace it really through about three four rounds. But say you're going zero RB and you can start real, realistically, say you could start with Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill, um, Allen Robinson. No, even say you could start zero RB. Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson. I think oh that's terrific. That's a hell of a start. And I I would like that better than taking double running back. Because I think you're protected there with Kelsey, and then you have three receivers that are studs. And you could play, you could play one at flex, and you're starting two of them. Now it's just really just trying to figure out what running backs are there. And 
you know, to be honest, there, there, there are some running backs that are later that have definite appeal. But the problem is, is you're just could be kind of mixing and matching with them. Like you could take, let's say, Leonard Fournette. It's one of those guys. Uh, Javante Williams could be one of those guys. Melvin Gordon, you can pair with him and just kind of be, you know, playing the backfield for Denver if you really want to play that game. Uh, Raheem Mostert's one of those guys. So it, it really just comes down to how you get lucky. I agree with that part. You know, how lucky are you with the luck of the draw sort of thing? But I would also say, too, that receivers really deep. Receivers probably the deepest it's been in all of my years of playing fantasy. That receiver is just so loaded. Which is why I feel like you got to play the percentages. You, you, you play the percentages, but at the, same, but at the same time, you're zigging when everyone else is zagging. So if everyone is taking running back early on, they're not going to be taking running back when you're taking running back. So you're in a perfect position to be getting guys at a value. Whereas if you're with the crowd and everyone is drafting running back early on, yeah, you're going to be in a position where you're going to have to overdraft a guy because everybody else behind you is drafting running back and there's a good chance that coming back around, you're not going to get the guy that you want. Whereas if you're drafting receiver early on and everyone else is drafting running back, say in the ninth, 10th round when everyone else is looking to get receivers, you're looking at the best running backs that are on the board and you have no competition for those guys. Obviously, you're going to have, you know, two or three guys that are just trying to round out their running back rooms and just trying to draft some guys. But for the most part, it's going to be a lot of guys trying to fill up on their receivers because they're, they've already drafted high end with the running back. And now they're trying to just fill out with quality receivers, where if you do the opposite, you're just now trying to just take whatever running backs are there, trying to fill, fill in the gaps. And you're already loaded with two, three very, very good receivers. And not to mention you have Travis Kelsey. And yes. not to mention that you still have some solid enough options at running back that you can definitely uh, contend with. And if it's in full point PPR, y- you're sitting real pretty. You're sitting real pretty because who, who in their right mind is going to want to go up against Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, and Travis Kelsey? Actually, that I mean, reminds me. You didn't draft tight ends in this mock? No. Why? No. This was – so the way that they do their league is zero tight end. What? That doesn't make any – why? Yeah. Because they, they just don't like the tight end position. That's – okay. so The way this league works that I was participating in the mock for was you t- you take the tight ends, but they, 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 they could be flexes. Oh. So you either flex them or – I'm not sure if he does this or not, but you can change it depending on where he hosts this, uh, his league. I don't know exactly where he does it but you could change the position to be like a wide receiver tight end sort of thing. So you could, you could have like a, a mini flex where you could play a wide receiver or a tight end. Basically it's where you're drafting Kelsey, where, where Kelsey Kittle and Waller are still coming off the board, but you don't have to play a tight end if you don't want to. Okay. So you can like, so you can actually put Travis Kelsey as your wide receiver, like two, if Correct. you really wanted to. Correct. If, if, if wherever he hosts the, the site allows that kind of uh, position flexibility. Yeah. Pun, fascinating. Pun absolutely intended there. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, uh, that is the, uh, that is the team. And I wanted to, uh, so before we move on to the mock, uh, great philosophical difference, really. 
with zero RB versus drafting running backs early. Well, I'm, I, I am probably going to tend to draft running back early, but I just thought it was something that I really wanted to try. Well, good. Better, better you take the plunge than um, somebody who's listening to this on draft day. Well, if and, they're listening to this podcast for the first time on draft day, Oof. Oh, those poor people. No, I mean, what I meant to say was like, better you do this now than somebody trying to experiment on draft day, which is oh, also a well, problem. Well, that's also another problem is if you're experimenting on draft day, then God, God, God help you. Draft day is never the time to try and experiment. Don't be Albert fucking Einstein on draft day. Okay. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. This is a public. I wish I had a filter on this for something. Fuck. This is a public fucking service announcement. Do not go and try and be different for the sake of being different on your draft day. Do not fucking do it. It does not fucking work. Thank you very much. Check your galaxy brains at the door. Check your fucking galaxy brains at the door. Don't, don't please don't do it. Do it almost not sounds be, like, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not even, it's funny. Cause every time you make these like public service announcements and stuff and like, you know, you get, you lean really close to the microphone. You mean always, like this? It almost seems like you're like yelling at me, but you're just yelling or yelling at somebody in particular, but you're just saying it to everybody. It is, it is more of a collective for sure. It is, a, it is definitely because I care about you people. I know you people probably could give two fucks about me, but I care about you people. And well, I want care enough to listen. And I want, well, that's very true. I want everyone to win their leagues. I want, Every single person in, who listens to this podcast to win their fantasy league. I want. I don't want anybody who listens to this podcast to lose, unless they're in a league with us. Well, yes, unless they're in a league with us, then and, and then that that that's the case. Then go fuck yourselves. But you can win any other league that you're in. You can win any other, any other league that you're in. That's fine. But forget where I was saying. I'll just repeat what I said, just to hammer in the fucking point. Oh, I know what I could say. Just came to me. Just came. Just came to the brain, Adam. Mm-hmm. Do not try and be different for clout. Fuck you and your clout when it Wait, comes what? to drafting. People do that. Oh, people absolutely do that. Oh my god. Of course they do. People want the attention. They, who, who? Hey, who's that fucking jerk off that's not drafting a running back in the first round? That happens. Do not go and do anything eccentric unless you have a plan, unless you've tested it out. And this is this is what I do as a radio professional, as someone who knows what I am doing, as someone who has done this before. Do not go and do anything super silly or eccentric without planning it out, without doing a mock draft. And that is what we are about to do right now. We are about to do a mock draft. Go what and a do said segue. mock draft. What's that? What a masterful segue that was. What can I say? I am a, I am a radio professional. It is what I do. 
it's funny. Well, it's not okay. I mean, it's like a, it's why we do all of these mock drafts in the first place. It's why we've done like ten of these. Because have we have we done ten? I feel like we've only done like four or five. I don't know. I'm just throwing out numbers. We've done a fair amount of these. Oh, we've done a fair, we've done a fair amount to the point that, that I think people will understand. Yeah, and it's all about trying out new strategies and trying to see. You know, we did one after after the NFL draft because that's like I think we titled it the first true mock of 2021 because now that all the rookies are uh, with their teams, now we can really have the most accurate representation of what it's going to be like on draft day. Yep. And then like when big moves happen, you can figure that out. And then our very first mock draft really of 2021 was the Kelsey mock where we drafted Travis Kelsey yeah. in the first round. Yeah. And he's, he's going in the first round. He's yeah. We drafted him ninth overall. He, he he's very much going in the first round of drafts. I'm almost positive. When I looked at NFC the last time, I'm almost positive that he was going in the first round of drafts, which is kind of crazy. So he's going just from the past weekend. We're obviously recording this on Monday, July 19th. He is going eighth overall. He's in the first round. Oh my goodness. Yep. He is in the first round of drafts, ladies and gentlemen. And this is in PPR. Well, thank goodness Saquon Barkley is falling. No, this is this is in half. Okay. This is in half PPR. But Saquon is falling. He's at 10. Thank goodness. There's okay, maybe wow. he's catching up. Devontae Adams at 15. He's falling a little bit. What the fuck? Calvin Ridley at 19. Oh my goodness. We'll we'll have to do an episode where we look at uh ADP right now. We'll have to look at that. But oh, this is fascinating. Uh, yeah, kind of like what you were saying, you know, if you're thinking about drafting Patrick Mahomes in the first round, if you're that kind of, if you're going to be one of those guys, you know, be sure to have a plan, obviously. Please, God, do not draft Patrick Mahomes in the first round unless you're into quarterback. Please, I beg you. I, I'm on my hands and knees. I'm begging you. Here, I'm actually, I'm, I, I actually, I am getting on my hands and knees. I'm on my hands and knees begging you. Do not take Patrick Mahomes in the first round because you want to be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Don't draft Patrick Mahomes in the first round unless you're in two quarterback or super flex. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. God bless. Godspeed. Thank you. Anyway, so this mock draft is going to be like most mock drafts that we've done where it's uh, one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, and no defense, no kickers, and then one flex, and six bench spots. Uh, it's going to be full-point PPR, snake draft, 10 teams, and hit that randomize button, and let's see where we're going to pick. Well, Adam, I don't want to pick from the one because it's boring. I don't want to pick from the five. I don't want to pick from the seven. I don't want to pick from the 10 because we've done five, seven, and 10. Anywhere else, we're okay. So well, if we've we done get nine five, before. Seven, what's that? We've done nine. Oh, that was the one. We did nine. Okay, so we can do 10. So we got five in the first one. We got first in the second one. We're not doing first. We got seventh. Oh, my God. Please. Oh, we've gotten everything other than that. Oh, my God. Third. Perfect. Okay. We're picking at the three. 
this is this is interesting too because the third uh, overall pick is probably one of the hardest picks this no, year. No, I see. I disagree. I disagree. I I think three overall is actually not a terrible spot. I would rather be one, two, three, or eight, nine, ten. Four, four. I think is a little tough, but at the same time, you're kind of funneling down and you're getting the best available running back. But at least for me, I think it's a little tough just because if I'm stuck with like Alvin Kamara, I don't want him. So if I'm stuck at four with Alvin Kamara, I'm just kind of like, ugh, sort of thing. But like if you get Derrick Henry at four, then it just turns into then, then, then you're chilling. Then, then you're proper chilling. Correct. So speaking of which, who are we going to pick with this? Uh, me personally, I think we're taking, I, I would take Derrick Henry. I would also take Derrick Henry. Beautiful. So we're taking Henry. After, of course, McCaffrey went the one, one and Dalvin cook went at the one, two, just putting that out there, full disclosure. And we will be reading the picks afterwards. So, okay. So, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. One, this four. is one, this is one of the alternatives that you could go with. If you're not comfortable with taking Kamara, at the one four, this is an alternative. You want to be a oh boy. You want to uh, really send shockwaves through your draft room, and you know what? I don't think this is that bad. I, you know, going past the shock value of taking Travis Kelsey at the one four, it's not a bad idea. No, it's not. Because he's super safe. You're drafting a receiver, essentially. So that's how you have to think about it. That's how yeah. you. That's how you rationalize it. Yes. Yes, you rationalize it by saying you're drafting a receiver. So Travis Kelsey went at the 1-4. Saquon Barkley, interestingly enough, went at the 1-5. Jonathan Taylor went at the 1-6. Uh, Alvin Kamara went at the 1-7. Nick Chubb at the 1-8. 1-9, Ezekiel Elliott. 1-10, Tyreek Hill. 2-1, Devontae Adams. 2-2, Aaron Jones. 2-3, Stephon Diggs. 2-4, Cam Akers, Cam. two five, Calvin Ridley, two six, Austin Eckler, and two seven, Antonio Gibson. And now we are on the clock. Um, well, what, well, before we do that, yeah. I mean, there are some picks in this that are kind of fascinating in the wrong for the wrong reasons. Well, I mean, it just I I I think you're talking about Barkley and Jones. Yeah. Barkley just comes down to opinion. Honestly, I'm not a fan. I, I won't be drafting him with a 10-foot pole. My hell, I won't be touching with a 100-foot pole. But there are people who believe in the bounce back, the people that believe in Saquon playing for his cash, the whole that, that, that whole bit. It's not for me. Not for me, though. So I'll be staying away from that. But, I mean, his, his upside is tremendous. His, his upside is RB1. He, his upside is being the RB1. But it's just a matter of him getting there. It's a matter of him getting there and him doing that. As to Aaron Jones, I, I, I like it. I like it. I, I'm a fan of Aaron Jones. I'm, I'm a fan. I won't be drafting him in a lot of places just because I am not going to be on the Packers if Aaron Jones, if Aaron Rodgers is not there. But I think you know, in in the second round, if there's one guy that I think will be will survive the storm if there's no Aaron Rodgers, I think it's Aaron Jones. Well, now, Devontae, honestly, Devontae I mean, Adams at, at the two one is high, is very high, if Aaron Rodgers is not there. Yes. Well, I think for Aaron Jones, he might end up being better if it's Jordan Love. 
instead of Aaron Rodgers. But where we stand currently, I think it's not that Aaron Jones is being picked in the second round. It's the fact it's the people that Aaron Jones is being picked over is my problem. Where you have Cam Akers, Austin Eckler, and Antonio Gibson. See, Akers and Gibson are very close to Jones for me. Eckler, it's not close. I'd rather have Eckler in full point. I'd rather have Eckler in half point. In non, it's very close. Non, it's very close. I think I'd rather have Jones in in, in non. But between Akers, Gibson, and Jones, it, it, it is getting a little closer for me. All right, so we're up at the 2-8. Who do you want to take here? Well, there's a couple avenues that we can go. Um, we could round out the running backs – and we're looking at Joe Mixon. We're looking at Clyde. We're looking at Najee Harris. Not terrible at all. But the one guy that stands out for me, and I don't know how he's here, is is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, like, I that, just think that's that that's insane no value. I think it's insane value to get him at this spot personally especially in full point where he could be a 110, 115 catch guy and you're getting him at the back end of round two. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a good spot. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So we agree. It's going to be Hopkins. Correct. Okay. So we are going to take Deandre Hopkins. Oh no. Oh, too many Christmas. Okay. Well, <sighs> shit. Uh, we might have done some things that were not good. No, that was bad. That's bad. Well, this is this is the fun of drafting. Because you try to predict what other people are going to do, and then you just fall flat on your face. Yeah. Yep. So Joe Mixon went at the 2-9. DK Metcalf went at the 2-10. Darren Waller, 3-1. And Najee Harris, 3-0-2. Um, I mean... Do you want to try and kind of like, I don't want to even say cut our losses, but just try and get somebody like Clyde or DeAndre Swift? I think we could wait at this point. I think it's just better off. We're better off waiting and just picking from the well, Gaskin, I guess you could, Montgomery. We I, Dobbins. I, I just think it's a reach to be going and taking Clyde or Swift. When you have Justin Jefferson, Michael Thomas, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, you can get a really good receiver to pair with DeAndre Hopkins here. And for me, the guy that I have the highest is A.J. Brown. But we have Derrick Henry. That's the problem. So I, me personally, I think A.J. Brown is out, even though I would say A.J. Brown is the highest. So it comes down to do we want Jefferson, who scares me, I don't really want to have too much of Justin Jefferson. Or do we go with the bounce back of Michael Thomas? Do we go with the really safe floor? Michael of, Thomas scares so, me, honestly. Of, well, Thomas comes with comes with risk. Yeah, he absolutely does. Or do we go with the super uber safe Keenan Allen, who you know what you're getting from him? I like Keenan Allen. I do too. I do too. I think I think him and Hopkins are almost sort of the same guy. Hopkins, obviously, to the more extreme end. But I think Keenan Allen is a is a lesser version of that, where he's going to be super safe with the receptions. He's get you your good amount of touchdowns. He'll have you your blow-up games every once in a while where he pops off for 30, 35 points. 
But I think overall, you're looking at a at a week in week out, 15, 16 point guy in, in full point PPR, and I, I I personally like that over the guy that that that'll fluctuate. Where I think you're going to get that at times from Michael Thomas, from Justin Jefferson, from to an extent AJ Brown. But yeah, I think uh, I I would take Keenan Allen here. Let's do it. Well, before we take it, okay. would you take Kittle here? No. I wouldn't either. I don't want Kittle at all. There are better tight ends later in I, the draft. I think, yeah. I think if we were going to take a tight end here, it would have been Waller. That would have been something that I would have explored. But Kittle, for me, is not the guy. So I think we uh, we agree that it is going to be uh, Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen, I think, is the guy. All right. So Keenan Allen is the pick. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting is definitely a word that I would use. Uh, 3-4, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 3-5, A.J. Brown. 3-6, George Kittle. 3-7, Miles Sanders. 3-8, Justin Jefferson. 3-9, Patrick Mahomes. 3-10, Terry McLaurin. Well, there goes that. Um, 4-1, J.K. Dobbins. 4-2, Michael Thomas. 4-3, Mike Evans. 4-4, Amari Cooper. 4-5, Allen Robinson. 4-6, Chris Carson. 4-7, DeAndre Swift. Why is Mike Evans going ahead of Amari Cooper? I don't know. And Allen Robinson? I don't know. That hurts me. They, on a very, very, very deep level. That really, really, really does hurt me. Like, fucking hell. Um, all right, so we're up. Well, here I was thinking that J.K. Dobbins was going to be available. I didn't think so. But we have, we have options. And this is where I kind of was talking about before, embracing the full-on wide receivers. We can just completely stack our receiving core right now and – take one of Robert Woods or CeeDee Lamb or we take David Montgomery or we just go all out and take Josh Allen. I don't want to do that. I don't want to take Allen. I think the best bet is taking receiver here. It just depends on what receiver do we want. And for me, there's really not much of a difference between Woods and Lamb. I think Lamb has the higher ceiling. I think Woods is a safer floor. So I just think with we have a good floor guy with Keenan Allen. We have a great floor guy with DeAndre Hopkins. I, I like the ceiling play here with, with CD. Okay, let's do that. All right, so we'll take CD Lamb. And this is also, I want to point this out before we read out the picks, CD Lamb and Keenan Allen have the same bye week, week seven. So maybe that's something that people would kind of get turned off from. Me, I, I don't really put a lot of stake into that. Okay. That's just me. Gotcha. So 4-9, Adam Thielen. Four oh, your ten, buddy. Yes. 4-10, Josh Jacobs. 5-1, Julio Jones. And 5-2, Robert Woods. See, now that would have been interesting if we had Robert Woods here. I, I, I almost would have been tempted to just take Robert Woods and just completely stack this out. So but now four, do you want to go with Montgomery? We could go with Montgomery. We could go with 
Gaskin, Mike Davis is here. We need to take a running back here because the running back just, oh my God, they get absolutely hideous. Yeah, I kind of think we have to go with Montgomery here. I don't love it, but or we or we or we take Miles Gaskin. I have Montgomery higher in 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 my ranks. I mean, yeah, I if, think I think this yeah, has to be Montgomery. I think Montgomery is the pick here. I don't love it. I don't love him, but I think Montgomery has just got to be the pick there. We need another running back to go with Derrick Henry. Abby wasn't happy about our uh, pick. Abby was not thrilled about David Montgomery. No, doesn't doesn't sound like it. No, she was not was not thrilled. Okay, I can't can't say I blame her. Scroll up, please. Okay, so five four, DJ Moore, huh? Rhymes. Five five, Kenny Galladay. Five six, Chris Galwin. Five seven, Tyler Lockett. Five eight, Miles Gaskin. Five nine, Cooper Cup. 5'10", Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. I know, right? Ugh. 6'1", Javante Williams. 6'2", Mark Andrews. 6'3", Travis Etienne. 6'4", Brennan Ayuk. I love that. Six- oh, Brennan Ayuk at 6'4". Oh. 6'5", Josh Allen. 6'6", Deontay Johnson. And 6'7", Cortland Sutton. Now, this is the counter-argument to not going zero RB is you stack out your running backs and you're still taking Brandon Ayuk at the six, four. Yep. That's the counter. So right. The six, four. God. That's so good. That is so good. Oh, I'd love it. Love it. Receivers are so deep. They're so, so deep. They are. They are really, really, really deep. I like, I mean, with how just going by how this draft has been going, I think that Mike Davis might not even be for a, like he might not even be for, here for us at seven at the seven three. Well, we could try it. We could definitely try it, um, but there isn't really anybody else here unless we're going and taking Dak. That I love. I mean. Lamar, I love in the sixth round. I think Lamar's great, but we all know how Adam feels about Lamar Jackson. What about Kyler Murray? I mean, me personally, I like Lamar more. But they're, the three of them are basically the same guy for me. I, I mean, I'd be fine with Dave, taking Dak. D- Davis, the safe option. Davis is a safe option, but I think, I mean, listen, it's only four picks. If this was, yeah. if, if we were at the three picking the, doing this, then I'd be more skeptical. I agree. I agree. But, I think for the sake yeah. of research purposes, because we are dumb shit scientists, I think we go ahead and we take Dak, have the Dak CD stack. See what I did there? Another yeah. rhymey whimey. Mm-hmm. And see if Mike Davis is there for us. Well, much like baking, fantasy football is is part of an art. It's mostly an art than a science. Yes, I, I would agree. So, all right, we're going to go for uh, my my friend, my pal, my colleague, uh, Dakota Rain Prescott. 
Well, would you look at that? There he is. Mike Davis is there. So at the 6-9, after you picked Dakota Rain Prescott, 6-9 is Odo Beckham Jr. Nice. 6-10, uh, right? 6-10, Lamar Jackson. 7-1, Kareem Hunt. 7-2, Kyler Murray. Interesting. So we were kind of right in that scenario. We were right on multiple counts where it would, where we thought that Dak, Lamar, and Kyler Murray were all going to be going in the same place. And also that Mike Davis is going to be here for us. And he might even still, he might still be here. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I, I think Davis has got to be the pick here. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. It's need more than anything else. Because it's like it, after this, the drop off just just it free falls into like a hundred foot cliff. At the seven four, we have Jamar Chase. Seven five, Kyle Pitts. Seven six, Brandon Cooks. Seven seven, T.J. Hawkinson. Seven eight, Justin Herbert. Seven nine, T. Higgins. Seven ten, Russell Wilson. Eight one, Damian Harris. 8-2, Dallas Goddard. 8-3, Raheem Mostert. 8-4, Aaron Rodgers. 8-5, Melvin Gordon. 8-6, Chase Claypool. And 8-7, Tom Brady. Adam, how nice is it that we are no longer having to hammer and holler over the draft position of T. Higgins? It is nice. I like it. That's civilized. It's a good, it's a good spot. We are finally becoming a civilized society where T Higgins is now being drafted in an acceptable range. I'm very proud of humanity. Very, very proud of humanity. Nature is healing. Nature is 100% healing. So we're, we're on the clock here. Um, I mean, can I see our team for a second? Sure. We get, we haven't read off the team yet, so we can, let's read off this, uh, this squad. So we have Dak Prescott at quarterback. Derrick Henry and David Montgomery and Mike Davis as our running backs. Mike Davis is at the flex at the moment. Uh, for And for our receivers, we have DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, and CeeDee Lamb. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's a good team. Week seven is not going to be a fun week, though. No, that's when you just throw it. That's when you just throw the week. Um, okay, so we are up. Um, Debo Samuel for the memes. No, Bird, come on. Never. Never. God almighty, never. Um, I mean, there's two guys here that I'm, that I'm looking at. It's Noah Fant and Logan, and Logan Thomas. Um, if, we, if we look at the other yeah. tight ends that are available, it, it well, well, well. <laughs> the man himself, Tyler Higby, is still there. And Tyler Higby is probably still going to be there for a while. And Irv Smith. What a guy. What a guy. Great, great Kings. Great Kings. James Robinson is here as well, but oof. we're just loading ourselves with week seven buys, aren't we? Holy crap. What about Mr. Anderson? If you want to go and, and, and add another receiver, we can definitely do that. And it doesn't conflict with a buy, so it won't kill us. I think we should do that. I think we do it. Yeah. I think we do it. Robbie. Okay. Thank goodness. Debo got picked. We we wouldn't have been tempted. 
my God, Debo Samuel in the ninth round. Yeah. Um, James Robinson went at the 809. DJ Shark at the 810. DJ Shark. DJ Shark. DJ Shark. I hate that song. It's amazing. It's a so ever since it was associated with the Washington Nationals, I hate that song. It's incredible. It's a great song. Terrible song. Debo Samuel at the nine one and Leonard Fournette at the nine two. Okay. This is now something I, I'm actually happy this is here because now this is something we could talk about. This is where value exceeds absolutely everything in the world. It is the ninth round. We are in a full point PPR, and Judas Smith-Schuster is still here. At this point, you might. We as don't well need a receiver. We don't. But this is incredible value for him. But also, I mean, you look at like the the best available on the left here. I haven't seen there isn't a running back for miles. It seems like not ones that can contribute immediately. No. Uh, I think this has to be Juju. I agree. Okay, done. I mean, this really does kind of... Uh, hey, Adam, we, look at the bottom right. We got a steal. We got a steal. We got a steal. Oh, oh, Corey Davis. Great guy. Corey Davis. Love him. I think we should pick Corey Davis. I was going to say, this kind of reinforces the fact that uh, we should be picking running backs early because you look at all of this... You look at how this draft is going. After a while, you know, the running backs are just barren. And yes. you look at how the AI drafts, I mean, they're prioritizing running backs over over like literally everything. And if if you can base the AI how the AI drafts over how humans draft, then you might want to consider prioritizing running backs even more so. Well, if you're do- if you're doing your mocks on here, yeah. If you're doing your mocks on fantasy pros, then yes, correct. Anyway, so Will Fuller went at the nine four. Zach Moss went at the Zach nine five. Zach Moss, Zach Moss. David Johnson. David nine, Johnson. Nine six. Lavisca Chenault, nine seven. Ronald Jones, Ronald nine Joe. eight. Nine nine. James Connor. 9-10, Jerry Judy. 10-01, Michael Gallup. 10-2, Devontae Smith. 10-3, my boy, Curtis Samuel. Your boy. 10-4, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Hollywood! 10-5, Trey Sermon. 10-6, Tyler Boyd. And 10-7, A.J. Dillon. Your boy. Your boy. My boy. Your boy, A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon. Deep sleeper, A.J. Dillon. Deep sleeper. Um... It's two guys here. It's no fan or Logan Thomas. No fan. Yep, I agree. There, there are no other running backs here that are worthwhile even thinking about, honestly. But now, Michael Carter. Well, you want to read those four picks? Okay, Henry Ruggs, the third, at the ten oh nine. Ten ten, Kenyon Drake. Okay. 1101 Jarvis Landry and 1102 Logan Thomas. Adam, give me a reason why we're not drafting Michael Tar- Michael Carter right now. I can't and I won't. 
We're drafting him. Plain and simple. We're, 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 we're just hitting the button, and that's that. Oh, we can get the tight end stack. Tyler Higby. Higby? Higby and Fant. Great guy. Great guy. Love Tyler Higby. Okay. So 11.04, Antonio Brown. 11.05, Jalen Waddell. 11.06, Mike Williams. 11.07, Jamal Williams. I almost said Javante Williams, but it's Jamal Williams. Very good. Good save. Uh, 11.08, Robert Tunyon. 11.09, Gus Edwards. 11.10, Mike Kosicki. 12.01, Devin Singletary. 12.02, Latavius Murray. 12.03, Naeem Hines. Everybody's favorite sleeper, Naeem Hines. Everybody's favorite week one sleeper, Naeem Hines. Uh, 12.04, Alexander Madison. 12.05, Philip Lindsay. 12.06, Ryan Tannehill. And 12.07, J.D. McKissick. Um, for me, the pick here is either Jalen Hurts or Tony Pollard. Hmm. That's a, that's actually an interesting one. Or, or Tariq Cohen. Because we have Eric, Montgomery. Eric Montgomery, yeah. I like, hmm, I like Hertz, but I, I, like, I like Hertz yeah. as well because we have we have the turn, so I'm not necessarily worried. But at the same time, I think a lot of teams do have two quarterbacks drafted, so I think it's better if we take take our handcuff with Tariq Cohen and then wait on Hurts. If we don't get Hurts, we still have Stafford, Burrow, uh, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence here. Okay. Let's do that. Tariq All right, Cohen so we'll take is. our handcuff with Tariq Cohen. And look at that. Hurts is still available. Okay. James White, 12.09. Darrell Henderson, 12.10. Tony Pollard, 13.1. And... Corey Davis, thirteen oh two. Adam, I would like you to uh, to say thirteen oh two one more time. Corey Davis, you, you, you didn't do it. You, you didn't do it. You you missed a very key component there. The best Here. receiver in the National Football League, Corey Davis, at the thirteen two. What a value! What a value! What a player! New York Jets are going to look like fucking geniuses. I tell you that right now. Future Jets legend. Future Hall of Famer, Corey Davis. Correct. Guys can be better than Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. He's going to be better than Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. It's going to be like Randy Moss and Jerry Rice got together, had a love child, and his name is Corey Davis. Move over, Joe Montana. There's a new goat in town. Corey Davis is the new goat. Corey Davis, king. Um, all right, so we have a decision to make. We have Dak. Do we feel like we need to draft a second quarterback with Dak when, you know, he's fine? I mean, odds are we're never going to sit Dak. Well, we, we, draft... were consider- we were already considering it. Yeah. I, Me personally, I don't think we need to. So I think Irv Smith or Tyler Higby is the play. Or, well... I mean, nobody's going to draft Darrington Evans, but he's he would be our handcuff for Derrick Henry. True. Very true. 
Um, yeah, let's go with Tyra Higby. Done. Love him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Oh, my God. Somebody drafted Darrington Evans. Disgrace. The fuck? Abhorrent. Also, what up. the fuck? Somebody drafted... Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm just... Scroll up, please. Please hold. Shit's fucked. Please stand by. <laughs> Shit is fucked. Please stand by. I wish you hadn't scrolled up. I hate this. All the picks after this are just... What the fuck? Uh, Giovanni Bernard, he and his mustache were drafted at the 1304. Tevin Coleman at the 1305. Rashad Penny, 1306. Darrell, Darrell Williams, 1307. Yeah, Darrell Williams, yes. 1308, Jalen Rieger. 1309, Sonny Michelle. 1310, or handcuff, Darrington Evans. 1401, Johnu Smith. 1402, Devontae Parker. 1403, Gronk. 1404, Joe Burrow. 1405, Jalen Hurts. 1406, Ty Johnson. Love Ty Johnson. Your guy. 1407, Marvin Jones. Um, for, for me, this is just taking best available player and the best available well, player. For... Hold on. Yeah, Can we sure. just talk about that thir- the end of that 13th round? I don't know what the hell's going on there. Just all of those players don't make any sense to me. Ladies and gentlemen, of the podcast. We're cruising at altitude at 35,000 feet. There's been some shit that's been happening in the uh, in the first class cabin. Giovanni Bernard, Tiffin Coleman, Rashad Tony, Daryl Williams, Jalen Rieger, Sonny Michelle, and Darrington Evans were all drafted in a fantasy football mock draft. We'll be crash landing soon so we can get off this fucking absolute mess that we have now put ourselves into. So fasten your seatbelts. The oxygen mask will be flowing soon. Please put on your own oxygen mask for helping out with others. And please brace for impact. Thank you very much. What the fuck is that? I don't know. What the actual fuck is that? That is awful. That is awful. Rashad Penny hasn't even played a game in a year. Adam, let's play a game. Rank these guys in terms of draftability. Just play the game. Okay. I think Jalen Rieger has the most draftability. Is the most draftable out of these out of these players. I would probably agree. And then it's oh boy. Then it's Sony Michelle. Oh no. Oh no. And then Tevin Coleman. And then Gio Bernard, Darrington Evans, Daryl Williams, and Rashad Penny. For me, it's Rieger most draftable, then Giovanni Bernard, then Tevin Coleman, then 50 feet of shit, then Daryl Williams, then Darrington Evans, then Rashad Penny, then Sony Michelle. Wow. Like, this is awful. That, 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 that is diabolical. Do not do what this fucking draft did. Please, I beg you. I've been begging the listeners for a lot today. I'm very needy. Well, when you see stuff like this, you gotta you gotta point it out. 
This is dreadful. This is fucking dreadful. Yeah, no. This is our last pick. Yep. Uh, best player available for me. It's Michael Pittman. All right, let's do it. Beautiful. Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. Wait, what grade did we get? Ash bet. Ash bet. Okay. So after Michael Pittman was drafted, we it was uh, Irv Smith and John Brown. Not a not a bad time. Not a bad time to be alive. We no. did Adam. We did get an A minus. The the first A minus that we've gotten this year. And I have to say, an absolutely terrific time. Sounds good. I like this team. I like this team a whole lot. It's uh, yeah. really light at running back. That would be my only problem. It's really light at running back, but the receivers are just nasty. How juju? How in the fuck was Juju Smith-Schuster drafted after Debo Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Jamar Chase? I have no fucking idea. Someone please spare me. Well, I think the interesting thing also is Chase Claypool being in round eight also. I mean, what the hell? Seriously. Well, I like I like Claypool a lot. So I'm I'm not gonna hate on Claypool all that. No, much. no, I'm not hate no, I'm saying like value wise. Like why why did he fall? Well, everyone's everyone's pretty low in the Steelers because of how it ended last year. So people are just kind of like, yeah, Pittsburgh, Big Ben uh, still there. Re- shot arm. Bias. Yeah, recency bias, exactly. But Juju Smith-Schuster in the ninth round after Debo Samuel has been drafted. Why the fuck is Debo Samuel being drafted, period? My question for you is, outside of our team, who do you think did the best in this draft? I like this Kamara team a lot. Kamara, Akers, Sanders, Cooper, Lockett, Ayuk, Hawkinson, Rogers, LaVisca Chanel, Marquise Brown, Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison, Darrell Williams, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I like that team a whole lot. See that? Okay. Okay. Before you say anything, before you say anything, yes. I apologize to cut you off. This is the perfect zero RB team right here. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, and starts his running back group with J.K. Dobbins. That is a perfect zero RB team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's probably what you were hoping for when you uh, when you did your 12 team mock. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is also a 10, so it's just kind of it, yeah. it's a lot easier. But this is the perfect zero RB team. But you have to get it. See it now. If let's say uh, the team before takes J.K. Dobbins over. Um, over Patrick Mahomes, then this guy's got a problem. And this guy's got a real problem. But it didn't happen, and he ends up starting with J.K. Dobbins, who I think is going to be an RB1. So, very well done. Yeah, that would be my team. What would be, uh, what would be your team, Adam? Honestly, I kind of like the the uh, Dalvin Cook team. 
That was Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods, Odell Beckham, Kyler Murray, James Robinson, Leonard Fournette, Henry Ruggs, Logan Thomas, James White, Corey Davis, and Irv Smith Jr. I do like that team, too. I do like that team. Uh, can we talk about this Travis Kelsey team? This Travis Kelsey team, I w- they're, they're a contender. I like this team. I love it. I actually low-key love it. Kelsey, Gibson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Jamar Chase is a bit eh. I probably would have taken Higgins or Cooks there, but to each their own. Brady, Will Fuller, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Brown, J.D. McKissick, Giovanni Bernard, Marvin Jones. I like this team a lot. The gut of the draft is a little bit underwhelming, but the first four rounds where you get Kelsey and you still are getting three very good running backs, and then you have an opportunity then to load up on some very, very good receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now, will I be taking Travis Kelsey four after seeing this? No. No, because I do like my heart. I don't want my heart to give out. My blood pressure is already very high. This would just send it to astronomical levels. Well, this is basically an example of if you're going to do something crazy to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Because, you know, it's crazy to take Travis Kelsey fourth. But when you have running backs like Gibson, Clyde, and Swift kind of fall into your lap, then go for it. Yeah. I think that's it. I think this guy just had the the right running backs fall to him. And he was able to make the selections when need be. And it's a great team. It's a great team. It's a different team, too, which I like. Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I fuck with it. I I fuck with it heavily. But overall, yeah, this is a – this is an exceptional, exceptional exercise as we normally do. Dumb shit scientists performing another wonderful experiment. And now, Adam, Friday's mock draft. Friday's mock draft time. What the fuck am I saying? Friday's mailbag time. (laughs) Mailbag. Very exciting stuff. I love mailbags. We stand the mailbag. As the kids say. As the kids say these days. We stand. We stand the mailbag. How do you do, fellow kids? Hey, kids. How you doing? You're looking very flea today. Oh, my God. That's Outfit just... is on fleek. I'm going to go throw up, if you don't mind me. I'm just going to – can please be excused? Would you like me to close it out? Thank yeah. you for listening to the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. <laughs> you just hear me dry heaving in the background. <laughs> that would be audio for the ages. Let me audio tell you. Audio for the ages. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes of everything in the Fantasy Show and everything under the Basic Talk Podcast umbrella wherever you get your podcasts. As Bird said, Friday is mailbag day. Mailbag. Very, very exciting stuff. Love the mailbag. And for my co-host at Birdsall, I am Adam Caster, and we'll talk to you next time on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. One thing that I want to just point out before I say my goodbyes. Okay. Arsenal lost two friendlies this weekend. Well, lost one and drew one. Spurs drew to a League Two side. PSG 
drew to a second division side. Borussia Dortmund lost to a team that was newly promoted. Didn't hear a word about it. But Arsenal lose and draw to two teams from Scotland. Don't you dare fucking forget it. We are Arsenal Football Club and we are fucking massive. We are gargantuan. Bye-bye.